Weird start. What's going on? I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. And this is 30 Dirty and Dying, where we're millennials and we're sick, we're sad, and we're just taking stock of our lives, getting to the 30 mark. I'm almost 32. I'm not quite 30 yet, but I will be soon. And inside, I'm at least 47. Inside, I'm at least 85. Interesting. Well, it's funny that we're talking about ages today (gasps) because we're going to do a little thing today because a lot of our show is like looking back on what's brought us here, putting things in perspective, nostalgia central. Mm, Millennial nostalgia. Millennial nostalgia, our journey, our fuck ups, everything in between. And that's we're good. Today we're going to do kind of just that. We've got a, I don't know exactly. We're going to, we're going to go back in time to our younger selves we got some ages and we're going to see what we'd say to ourselves at certain ages. Like, just take stock of what life was like in life other times. Life like a box of chocolates. Yeah, sometimes they're laced with cyanide. My mama said. Run, Forrest, run. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to do what would we tell our younger selves. What would we say if we could look, look back? Yeah, 12, 13-year-old Clarissa and Courtney in the eyes and say... Gets worse. <sighs> Buckle up, bitch. Probably shouldn't eat pop. Gonna be a fun one. But you know, we gotta go back in time specifically first. Yes. Back in time. All right. Double O one. Oh no. Two thousand one. It was uh very um. 9-11. Bad, bad year. 9-11. 9-11 I, happened. It it changed the progression of our lives. The timeline shifted hard. Yes. Yeah, it was a... It was a, it was a time. It was a time. It was... Do you remember 9-11? Yeah. Everybody. All millennials remember. I did a social studies fair project about it, and I got second place in states. So yeah, I remember. Wow. Yeah, I think it was like the year after I done... <laughs> Too soon. If you wouldn't have... You, first place... That's why you didn't get it. <laughs> they were like, it's too soon, guys. We can't do this yet. Um, no, I remember it. I remember like all parts of it, which is, I was only in like first grade, but I remember everything about it. Um, so that means I was in what, fourth? I guess. Third or fourth? Yeah, third or fourth. Um, I was, I remember my mom came to get me like really early in the morning and they turned on the TV in our first grade classroom and we watched it. That's traumatic for a yeah, child, you know? Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. It was. And then I think they were starting to, like... Because a lot of people were, like, coming to get their kids. Because we live really close to D.C. Yes. So that's... We got dismissed. So yeah. So, like, school closed. I think that's what they were getting ready to uh-huh. do. Like, I remember they were getting kids into the cafeteria. And I don't know if it was because they were full-on dismissing yet. Or if just, like, a bunch of parents were coming. But, like, I remember my mom came in. My mom was, like, one of the first ones. Mm -hmm. And she came and got me, like, it couldn't have been past 10 a.m. And we went home, and I just remember, like, watching it in our little... We lived in, like, this little apartment. And I don't know. I just remember watching it for, like, days. Like, first the the actual attack, and then all the coverage afterwards, so. Yeah, I... So, my elementary school was in walking distance in my grandma's house ah so mom mom came to get me i think mom Mm. and my sister i don't remember i don't remember yesterday so let's be honest but i do remember getting back to grandma's house uncle doug was there because he was an air traffic controller oh the airport the airport yeah 
So he was there and I'm just like, because like, like I knew kind of what was happening, kind of. Yeah. But like it didn't like kind of click yet. Yeah, it's hard to put in perspective. Child, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, got home. Uncle Doug was there. I'm like, what are you doing here? That's weird. But it wasn't. And then we were just like watching it on the news for yeah. like ever. ever. Ever since. Ever since. Honestly. No, yeah, I remember like I didn't, I didn't get like what was happening. I mm-hmm. didn't get how big of a deal it was. But I do remember having this really like sinking, dreadfully type feeling of like, I knew, I knew whatever was happening was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I could tell by the way all the adults were behaving. Something and just seeing that on TV, like, because you saw everything. everything. You saw the towers fall. You saw people jumping. I mean, it yeah. was a lot for, I mean, I couldn't even, like, do long division yet. I was learning my multiplication tables. You oh know what God. I mean? Yeah. and I was learning cursive. That's the biggest thing that happened. I mean, but pop culture was, there were a lot of things going on still. I mean, there were still... A lot of bad things were still happening. It was, it wasn't just that. Like, obviously it was that. The, I don't, I think uh, the anthrax. war on t- Anthrax. Oh, anthrax yeah. happened. When they sent it to, like, New York, like the, they sent it to Rockefeller Center and Something a bunch like of that. places. And, um, I remember we were so scared of it being in the mail. Yeah, because that's what they did. They yeah. sent those letters sent it, yeah. around. I know they sent letters to Rockefeller Center because, like, uh. I remember there being a bunch of stuff on Saturday Night Live about it because that's where some of the envelopes went. Yeah. Um, California had rolling blackouts. Yikes. So that sucked. Dale Earnhardt died. Sad day for NASCAR. I guess. Um, grandma Grandma watched NASCAR. We, I, I'm aware of Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr., oh, there Mark too? Martin, Jeff Gordon. I don't know any of these people. I, I also played NASCAR 97 on the PlayStation oh, and I was all about it. Yeah. I love being Jeff Gordon. And Mark Martin. Those are my two that I was always... Yeah, my favorite's Ricky Bobby. If you don't like Big Red Gum. Fuck you. No, we were never NASCAR people. We like real sports. Uh, Summer of the Shark. Fuck does that mean? Um, A number of shark attack fatalities happened in 2001. The summer, so... Because I was going to say... Well, correct. So So it was just 2001 in general. Yes, I got it. I got it. So, like, really? 2001 was... Awful. Quite a fucking year. It was quite a fucking year, but you know what we did get? iTunes. <laughs> oh, the first iPod launched too, I think. It was like $300. Jesus Christ. Um, I never had a fancy one like that. I had a, not in 2001, obviously, a few years later, uh-huh. I had me a shuffle. I also had iPod a shuffle. shuffle. Yep. Because they were the cheapest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a couple songs, um, including, I think I just, I bought Jesus Walks. Kanye West, but at the time, yeah, I didn't know he was an anti-Semite. I don't think he knew he was an anti-Semite yet. You at the time, I mean? he probably wasn't. No, Who knows? he was. Anywho, I I babysat to get an iPad Nano, Ooh. the one with the screen. Yes, I and had it was one. blue. Oh, I wanted the blue one. And the would you like to know the first song I put on it? What buttons by the Pussycat Dolls? Oh, loosen up my buttons, Daddy. Love that. Mm-hmm. I got a Nano, but it was like my mom. Got it for free years after. Like, it wasn't one of the newer ones. It had the screen. It was a nano. Mm-hmm. It was just gray. She got it free from, like, a church thing. And it had a bunch of sermons on it. And she gave it to me. And I just wiped all that shit off and put a bunch of Avenged Sevenfold on it. Perfect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, emo kid. Love me an Avenged Sevenfold moment. So so what? Give me some good things. We'll shift to happier moments. Shift to happy moments. 
moments. Happy moments. Do they make like a song about like proud to be an American because of that? Oh, so many. Yeah, I remember. Um, hang on. And I'm proud to be an American, American, but at least I know I'm not free. I remember Toby Keith did that song that was like, I'll put a boot in their ass. It's the American way. He was talking about terrorists. He wrote a country song See, for terrorists. See, I didn't listen to country, so. Well, you didn't have to. It was fucking everywhere. People were very like, we were all very united in being like. Together. And victims a of a terrorist attack. Yeah. So we got all real patriotic and country music. We've said it before. I said the country music had a really cool, good moment in like the 90s and the early 2000s, like the very early 2000s. And it was fun. And I actually really enjoy it to this day, some of it. And then in 2001, again, I'm not saying it got bad, but that became everybody's shit was like, let's write songs about 9-11. And it changed. You know, there were no more Earl had to dies or Martina McBride moments or, you know, like Shania Twain. Some of them I think might have... Because you gotta think, it probably came out in 2002. Probably. You know, because I mean, that's September, probably September, they have to write it, they have to record it. Yeah, the albums like, didn't come out in two, until 2002. 2002. Yeah. Do you know what song did come out in 2001 that I remember being like the biggest fucking deal? But I guess technically is a country song. I never thought of it that way. Picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. Do you remember the song? Maybe. Let me play it for, I don't usually do this, but I need to play it for you because I feel like you'll never believe me otherwise that this is Kid Rock. I believe it. Yeah, but when I think of Kid Rock, I think of like, ba with the ba to bang to bang to get to or that like all summer long song. Ah, the picture. Yeah. But like, this was such a big song. I mean, I hate that it's Kid Rock, but it's it's kind of a banger. Like, so that one came out, which I remember being such a big fucking... Yeah, it was with Sheryl Crow. 90s and early 2000s queen, mm. Sheryl Crow. Um, some more songs. Lady Marmalade. Lady Marmalade. Oh, fuck. Uh, Survivor by Destiny's Child. Smash Mouth, I'm a Believer. Because Shrek came out. Shrek! Yep. Ugh. Absolutely So good. I think, you know what? There was a lot of bad in 2001, but you know what? That made up for it. Yeah, and some of this happened before the before the attack. Yeah, but there were a lot of bad things that happened before the attack. Yeah, and some of these songs might have come out in 2000, but they were very popular in 2001. Mm. That's kind of what I'm looking at charts and shit. So, Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott. I love Missy Elliott. I do too. Um, How You Remind Me by Nickelback. You know, in a couple months, I'm going to see Nickelback. No, you're not. Yes. What? Yeah. So this month on the 29th, I'm going to see Falling in Reverse and I Sign Kills. I love that for you. Yes. And then August, I'm going to see Ghost. Nice. And Nickelback. Oh my God. So Ghost is Friday. Nickel. No. Ghost is Thursday. Nickelback is Saturday. Fuck it up. Well, hey, you know what you need to do? Take some photographs. I made... I made a, an album or a playlist playlist called Ghostalback. I fucking love that view. And it's just all of the ghost. I gotta songs. say, like, <laughs> I I love Nickelback. Yeah, people, I did. People are trash, you know? They just, they think it's cool to not like Nickelback. But you know what's a good band? Nickelback. I, here's the thing. I Fuck me up. Am I, do I think they, they're great? Probably not. 
I understand criticism, but I also think that at some point it became cool to hate them. Yes. For no reason. For no reason. I'm not, the criticism, a lot of it, the actual like musical criticism is fair. I'll give you that. But the older I've gotten, the more I've been like, I don't fucking care. Just like what you like and listen to what you listen to. Yeah, exactly. I think there was so much in the early 2000s that like, especially being an emo kid, I feel like I can, I can speak to this. Music taste was like part of your personality. And there were so many like fucking hipster attitudes about music. And I was like, oh, they just like this because they don't know any better. And like, I only listen to the Beatles. And like, I said shit like that. Okay. I was that bitch who was like, thought it was like important, like to have a better music taste. And I did that. It was just, it was just a different brand of pick me mm-hmm. energy, you know, that was so rampant in the early 2000s. But let's be fucking honest here. Nickelback ain't that bad. No, I was actually this morning on my drive to work. I have like my phone, like it creates playlists. So I was listening, like I, it didn't, co- I didn't comprehend that it was Nickelback. And I'm like, man, this is a, it's a banger. This is a really good song. And I looked, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. It's Nickelback. Yeah. No wonder I they're like They're just, it. they're fun. I'm not saying they're like fucking Led Zeppelin. They're not the best. No. But they don't have to be. But they're good. And I think that's what I learned as I got older and I just stopped giving a shit about everything. People can like whatever they like. And if it's fun and it sounds good and it makes you just want to like punch the air and crush a beer can on your face. Do it. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, you want to know some TV shows that we're out? <gasps> Please. Um, Alias, Jennifer Garner show. She played like a spy. I remember. Never watched it. I remember it. Um, the office that happened in the UK, mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire. <gasps> yeah. Liz- oh my God. Oswald came out with the, the little, yeah. it was popular, the little octopus. Yeah. Loved him. I remember that. What a channel. I never really watched it a whole lot. Yeah. Oh, you remember, did you remember Mary Kate and Ashley had that show when they were like teenagers and grown up called So Little Time? Yes. Yep. That's, I saw it on TikTok, like a, a uh, the, so, the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Little Time. I saw the intro on TikTok. I was like, memory unlocked. I know. I never even. And last, but last the, but not least. Last but not least, there's one thing I want to say. It's a movie that started, <gasps> okay. came out. Shrek. Started. Well, yeah, but n- not the one I want to call out. I mean, Shrek is the best movie of all time. Shrek yeah, is but love. You, something Shrek is something life. happened. Something began. Fast and Furious. Oh fuck. The fast, the Fast and Furious saga. Don't even get me started. Oh. Don't even zoom, get zoom, me. No. no. I, I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I've not seen one at all since, I think the last one I watched was Tokyo Drift. That's probably the only good one. Yeah. You know, the first one was fun. The second one was like, all right, I guess two is all right. Tokyo Drift, I remember liking, probably just because it was in Tokyo and that song. Drift. Tokyo Drift, Drift. Yeah, <laughs> that, that one I good. love. Tokyo. But then after that, but I did see the preview for the one. I don't know if it's the new one or if it's the next one. <laughs> There's so fucking many. Jason Momoa is in it. Right? It's this one, Fast X, that just came out. Okay, so it's right? out. It's out now. However, it's a three-parter. What? There's two more after this. The mo- of one movie? Yes. Ugh, oh so my god. That's crazy. Are- it's about family. <laughs> Dude, I will say though, the preview of the new one, I don't want to watch it. Like, because again. But Jason Momoa's little little clippies he were, so, I mean, he looks amazing all the time, but he was funny. He, I was like laughing at like just the scenes and I was like, am I going to watch Fast and Furious 500? <laughs> <laughs> because Jason Momoa was funny in a 20 second clip. <laughs> to be determined. 
should we should we fast and furious ourselves right into the meat of today's episode? Yeah, let me let me take my car into space. Fuck yeah. Get that that was like the first episode we did of yeah. this podcast. I'm like, check out this shit. Yeah, look, they got that NOS. <laughs> All right, let's go, baby. You're listening to 30, Dirty, and Dying. If you're in your late 20s and your early 30s and don't quite feel like an adult, but you certainly don't feel like a kid anymore, you may have found the right podcast. Every week we wade through our own existential crisis and figure out what life is supposed to look like on this side of 30 and relive some of our favorite memories from years gone by. We'd love to have you along for the ride, so make sure you follow and find us on social media at 30DirtyAndDying to keep up with what we're doing next. All right, so today we are playing a little game-ish. I wouldn't really call it's, it a game. No, but I had to put what things in a tell, cup. You had to put things in a cup. You used scissors. I used scissors. I did crafts. Scissor me timbers. Daddy. Mm. No, that's mommy. No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say that. Anyways, so we've got a little cup here with some numbers that are ages that we have been. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know. Explain. I'm explaining. (laughs) We put some numbers in a cup. They represent ages. And we're going to go back in time and say what we would tell ourselves or what we remember or just whatever. Yeah. At these ages. Okay. There are a couple in here of ages that we're not yet. Mm. So I thought, or that one of us might not be yet, or I did a couple, but mostly it's younger self. So I don't know what this is going to look like, but I thought it'd be a ride. So let's go. Who wants to go first? You can pick out a number. Oh, this is going to be a future one for me. Not me. 31. Mm, What would I tell myself? Wait, I'm 31 right now. Okay. Well. Right? Yeah. You, I don't know. Are you? What year is it? 2023. Yeah, yeah, I'll be 32 this year. Okay. Yeah, so we can both go. So I will say, for me, what I would hope to tell myself is that, like, you done good, Hoss. Nos? <laughs> Look, you got that Nos. <laughs> Just, like, I hope everything's chill. I Don't watch we, Fast and Furious. I hope we got the house. Yes. You know, I hope, I hope that the things that I'm working on to solidify my place in life this year have panned out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'm saying congrats and like maybe that. getting some more sleep. That sounds like a good. A bitch can dream, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. What about you? 31. I am 31 right so now. So what do you want to tell yourself today? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Um. <coughs> enjoy your staycation. Yeah. That I'm going to have. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Take it in stride. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Slow down. Smell the roses. I'm doing too much. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot, which I just said all of the concerts I'm about to go to. Yeah. But those could be enjoyable. Yes. Do things you enjoy. Ghost is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. I'm really excited for Ghost. And then we have our cruise. I think after my cruise, that's when I turn 32. So I can't say what I'm going to be when I'm 32 because that's not the the point of this whole thing. Right. Um, Slow down. Slow down. I like it. All right, pick one. Nine. Nine years old. Um, when I was a young boy. So nine. Um, let's try and so it would it would be two thousand two thousand. Oh, on right? the Dizot. Right. So I don't know. I was. Um. You were nine. I was nine. That's so, the whole point. Yeah, but I'm trying to think year. Like I'm like trying what to was like going what on? was going on. Where were you living? Grandma? 
Okay. But, and mom. Okay. So, like, we are probably with grandma, mom, sissy, grandpa. Okay. Um, I would tell her, your mom's about to fuck up, man. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up, because she's not going to be around for much longer. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know. Because, like, such a young age. Yeah. That you don't want to, like, drop bombs on a nine-year-old. Yeah. Um... And at that time, like, I was fucking stupid, well, I don't you know? it necessarily has to be, like, what would you tell them to, like, prepare, prepare them for, for doomsday? But just, like, what would you want to say to mm. them? Whether it's what's going on in your life, what they should think about. Not necessarily as preparation, but just for the time that they're in. That you're in. Enjoy the time with the people that you have now. Yeah. That's a good one. I get that. I think I... I feel like I could tell my past self that with every age that we go to yeah. just like en- enjoy enjoy grandma enjoy grandpa yeah um maybe do stuff with mom what, what would you tell your nine-year-old i self? think i would tell myself so i was probably in about fourth grade i think i would tell myself just to like i remember a bit at that like that age range like eight nine ten being feeling very like lonely and stuff mm-hmm. and but i did still have um my mima still lived not with us but like in town mm-hmm. she had moved when i was about six to help my parents take mm-hmm. care of me because like and uh so she moved and she didn't leave and go back to our hometown until uh i was about 11 so it was like a really good time to spend with her and i think i would just tell myself like really en- enjoy, enjoy that time yeah like i remember on wednesdays was like i would get to go and spend the night there when we watch lost and it's like she would always like She'd, like, make sure that she had enough so we could, like, order a pizza and do little fun things like that. And she taught me how to play blackjack. Um, And we'd gamble with pennies and stuff. But, like, it was a nice time and I with her specifically. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'd say a similar thing. Like, really enjoy this time that you get this one-on-one with her. Yeah. Because you're not really ever going to get it again. And, you know. So, yeah. I think I would say that. I have something to add to nine-year-old. Go ahead. Stop being so fucking boy crazy. (sighs) Already? Pre-K. Yikes. I was all about the boys. I wasn't. All the time. No. Chill the fuck out. I think I still liked Pokemon cards. I mean, also. Yeah. But I just, boys. Boys, boys, boys. Boys, boys, boys. Well, that's a good piece of advice. Wish you would have taken it. (laughs) (laughs) Would have made my life easier. I got another future, (gasps) and it'll be a future for both of us. Ooh. 40. Mm, I hope I'm not alive. Okay, good start. Um, just like, how you doing? Are you good? Because I feel like you might not be good to me. Like, that's what I tell myself. Like, Well, considering it's only eight years away from me. Yeah. Have you had surgery yet? What's up? Yeah, just Probably, check it in. right? I hope things I would, are different. I th- yeah. I think I'd say to myself, I hope things are a little different. Similar to the thing that I'd say to myself when I was 32 mm-hmm. or whatever we 31. just said. Yeah. I hope things are are going better. I hope you're more where you want to be. And yeah. also, like, bitch, you good? Because... Have you had therapy yet? Because I for haven't. you, yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I hope you do. Maybe. All right. So far, so good. So, um, yeah, more so, I hope um, you're making some money. Yeah. I feel that. Um, I, I hope that I'm not homeless. I mean, always. Yeah, I hope that I have a car. Just, like... Hope you're doing good. Yeah. That's a 40 year old. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to my brain. That I, you that could I'm even be, be that. Yeah, me neither. 40 dirty and dying. 
Will we still be podcasting? I don't know. If we are, we're going to have to change the name. Yeah. We're going to have to do a new show. You're listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, where we might not be flirty or thriving, but we're 30 and trying. Keep listening and check out all our episodes on life, love, death, and more. 25. 25. So the year was 2016. Okay. Big year. 2016. Um, Tell myself... You are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, good call. Because it's it's all gonna get clear. It's all gonna work itself out. Yeah. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'm proud of yourself. You're doing good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I would say I would say 2016 was a rough year for me. Yeah, I had a major breakup. Had to move out. Had to completely start over. Mm-hmm. Lost a bunch of friends. Lost every connection I had. I had to get rid of. And, you know, it was difficult, um, but I've said this before, I think, like, the first part of 2016 was, like, one of the hardest times of my life. Stressful, everything. The second part, after I kind of got back on my feet mm-hmm. and started doing things for myself again, ended up being really good. So I think what I would tell myself is, like, it's okay for this to end. It's okay for this life that you've kind of started to build to end mm-hmm. and to start over and you should. Um, I think I would also tell myself, I think I would have to apologize to myself a little bit though, like as future me, because that is one of those things in life looking back where I, again, I don't know if I would say a regret. I mean, it is a regret, but I do really hate how long I let myself be in a negative situation. Yeah. I, Cause a lot of really terrible things happened during that, that I feel like could have been avoided had I just, Left. Left sooner and Mm -hmm. ended things sooner and started over sooner. Mm -hmm. And I think I was just not making the right call. So I think I would have to apologize to myself a little bit. Because I don't feel like I can go back and say I can tell myself to do it different. Yeah. Because I didn't. But I could say I'm sorry that I wasn't in a place to help you avoid some of these really awful things that ended up happening. But I'm proud of you for doing it when you did it. And trying your best. And it'll be okay. That's good. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm proud that you did what you could do. And it's going to be all right. You'll yeah. get out of this. Yeah. I like yeah. That. Yeah. Mine's just like, keep doing it. Yeah. Because honestly, at that point in my life, like, I kind of had my shit together. Yeah. No, and I get that. I feel <laughs> like mine was, is close, but not quite. Like, what you're going to do is right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry we couldn't make it happen in a better situation. Yes. You know, like, I'm sorry we couldn't make it happen better. It all works out. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Ooh, you're going to struggle. Three. I don't know. Fucking good luck. <laughs> Honestly, kind of same. Like, what three-year-old knows anything? I wasn't, I wasn't, like, wasn't in school yet. I was just like... Baby, you know, <laughs> my parents were together still. Yeah, like you weren't. I I can't say what I would tell myself because I, you know, what I would enjoy enjoy your snacks. Yeah, because this is kind of a specific story. I remember, and this was around being three, three, four. Okay, so around that age range, I can't I, promise. Nineteen ninety four. So this was for me ninety seven, ninety eight, probably ninety eight. So probably closer to four, but whatever. Um, I heard the term for the first time around there, midnight snack. And I thought that that was a requirement. <laughs> I thought it was like, 
<laughs> I just remember this the other day. And that's why it's like in my head fresh. Like, why'd you fucking do this, you moron? But I was like, I thought it was like lunch. Like it was just a meal that you had to have. So I would wake up every night at midnight. I usually slept in my mom's room. My dad worked out of town. He was never home. So I would sleep in my mom's room a lot. And uh, she had, they had this big alarm clock. So I would just stare at it and wait until it turned midnight. I'd get up. I'd go make myself a little snack. At was three? Three, four. So maybe I was closer to four, but you get my point. Um, probably four, actually. But whatever. We're close. This is the best memory I've got of it. The other ones are too tragic for TV. Um, and I would make myself a little snack. Usually a, a little cheese plate. And... Your first charcuterie board? Yeah. On my little Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians or Barbie plates. And my mom sometimes would make me like cut up lunch meat and cheese and a pickle. And I would make that for myself. I would sit down. I would eat it. And then I would just go back to bed. Because I thought that's what you had to do. And you weren't concerned that your mom wasn't up at the time? My mom was not awake much. She's like to go to bed at like seven. She's very like, I'm a hundred even though I'm... At that point she was probably only like 25. I mean, but if if you if you have a three year old, you shouldn't be going to bed before them. I would go to bed with her, but I always just I would just get up. I was a very trustworthy kid. I I didn't do anything weird. I didn't try to turn on the stove. I just I would get up. I would make my snack. I would eat it quietly, and then I would go back to bed. My mom has said that I was the kind of child that you could sit in front of a wall for twelve hours, and I would just quietly entertain myself. I was very low key. It's like the best baby. Like those bags of flour that they give you to try to pretend it's a baby. I am the bag of flour. (laughs) So yeah, just like enjoy your snacks or get ready to make your snacks if we're not quite there yet. You wouldn't want to tell yourself that's not a requirement? No, because it was fun. Okay. Who doesn't want, who doesn't love a cheese plate? I love a cheese plate. Yeah. Um, I got nothing for a three-year-old me. Just... Enjoy childhood. Yeah. Take naps. Yeah. Because you're not going to in the future. No, and you're going to miss it. Yep, you're going to miss your naps. Yeah. So I guess that's that. Yeah. I mean, I might have gotten chicken pox at that time, so like, don't Mm. scratch too much. Yeah, I didn't get them until I was five, so. All right, next one. 18. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting year. Interesting. Adulthood is nigh. Um, I turned... Don't talk to a 28-year-old. You know what? That's good. <laughs> That's That is not okay. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Even though it turned... I was lucky. It was fine. Went our separate ways. Nothing weird. Well, that was in itself weird. But like... It could have been bad. It could have been a Dateline episode. It could have been bad, but it wasn't, so I was lucky. However, um, 10 years apart is not okay. No. That's what I would tell myself at 18. Not that 10 years. No. Now, if you're 40 and 50, who fucking cares? It doesn't matter If you're 18 and 28, they should be arrested. And when I'm 18 and he's 28 and he has an eight-year-old. Yeah, don't That's when that is not okay. Mm -mm. So that's what I would say to 18-year-old. Maybe fucking don't. Maybe fucking don't. I think, so I was junior slash senior. Because again, a year behind. So I graduated, I was already 18. I'd already been 18 most of the year. Um, when I was 18, that's when my that's when my, my meemaw died. Mm-hmm. Um, in January. 
that year. So, and a lo- it was a really crazy year, you know, like I went off to college, my parents started, it started to get really bad at home. Um, our basement flooded the day before I moved out. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Uh, and you know, I started college, graduated. I had to do a lot of things that I didn't think I would have to do without my meme all there. Okay. You know what I mean? Like she was a very big part of my life and all my other cousins, they, she was there for Mm -hmm. when they graduated, for when they did prom, for when they did the things. And I was the only one that didn't get that. And I felt a little cheated at the time, if I remember correctly. But I think, I think I would go back and tell myself that like, it's, it's okay that you're sad. It's okay that you feel this way. But also, this is going to sound a little morbid, but like, it's kind of good that you got the relationship that you had with her and that it kind of gets to freeze in time like this. Because mm-hmm. a lot of crazy shit happened in the next few years. And I don't know what that would have done to our relationship. You know, she was a very strong-willed lady. And if she saw things happening that she didn't agree with, she had no problem being like, tough love, you know? Aggressive tough love. So you got some of that from her? Well, yeah, I guess. Um, But she was like angry about it. Um, But I never had to have any of those big trials with her. You know what I mean? Like when you're a young adult and you're being kind of an idiot, she never got to see me do that. And we never had to have any like head-to-head fights about it. So in the end of the day, it's like, I'm not glad that she's dead, but I'm also like. Glad that she didn't have to see you do that stuff. Yeah. And she, we didn't have to go through what probably would have been a difficult time. Yeah. And then she didn't have to see my mom going through some difficult times and just everything that was happening was really rough. So in my mind, our relationship is like grandmother, granddaughter is like kind of perfect, mm-hmm. but it got like frozen in time there. And I'm, it's kind of good. So I'd be like, maybe cherish what relationship you had and, and it's good that this is what your relationship will be forever with her and yeah. that it's not going to change because yeah. everything else is going to. So yeah, that was probably one of the bigger things. I mean, a lot of shit happened, don't get me wrong, but that was a really perspective shifty type thing. Yeah. You know, big death. Big boy death. All right, next one. I just pulled 18, so it's your turn. Okay. 12. Once I was seven years old and I- you know that song yeah 12 okay what was i doing at 12 so i think i would just tell myself to calm the fuck down i was in a lot of obsessive type phases mm, you angsty. know well not even that like stupid shit like the charlie the unicorn shit and like my cargo so, yeah, pants. so i guess it was 2003 you maybe yeah, you, yeah because i was 12 and I'm about 2006 yeah so, so three 2003 years. um Nothing sticks out in my head. No? Nothing in particular. So just in general to like a generic 12-year-old, what they might be going through or what might be happening. Similar to that um, of what I said before, stop being so fucking blood crazy. That's fair. That's fair. Because I was. Yeah, and it sets the trajectory. It 12, does. I mean, that's right around that time. Because, so middle school? Middle school. Yeah, sixth, seventh grade, somewhere in there. Probably six, right? I was in sixth, but again, I was a year ahead of everybody, so. Or a year behind. So then, yeah, so I was sixth grade. Okay, so yeah, so middle school. Middle school. Puberty shit is happening to people. It's getting sweaty. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, I didn't have my first kiss until I was in ninth grade. So. I was 17, so. I still wasn't, I didn't know anything. I was like, I, I, uh 
was in South Spirit, so I was in show choir. Ooh. You know what? Just keep doing what you're doing, girl. Yeah, live it up. Live it up. And don't be so concerned with how you thought you were fat. That's when I really started thinking about it. Yeah. Actually, fair. I mean, I had before because my mom was, there was a lot, but it was, I was on like Nutrisystem for the first time, I think. At 12? Yeah, I think so. 11 or 12. I don't like that. No. Um, And you know, it was a lot. So yeah, I think that's something I would tell myself too. Like, try not to let this get to you as much as it's going to get to you. Like, it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's. It's not the worst thing in the world to be fat like everyone else is telling you. Yeah. That's their problem. It'll get better. You'll get fatter. You'll feel fine about it. You're not that fat and you'll be way fatter than this and you'll feel okay about it. <laughs> yeah. So I think you, that's what I'd say. It's not the worst thing when, in the fucking world. I'll, I'll just be like, you know what? Um, You will be 31 soon. Well, not soon, but you'll be 31 and think, man, I really wish I was that weight when I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also you're a literal child, so it's Whatever. a little different. But no, I think I think I tell myself to cool it. Yeah, and not be cool it with weight. Yeah, cool it with the with the weight. Cool it with some of the obsessive stuff. Like, yeah. like you kind of cringy, and it just is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. But also, don't fucking worry so much about this, and and keep having some fun. You're having fun. Midnight snacks. Yeah, well, that has ended. Well, I'm just saying. I was on Nutrisystem. They don't have midnight snacks. Okay. Whatever. It's your turn. Once I was seven years old, and I think the world is going to, and I, I don't know, seven, 98 degrees. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. Enjoy Beanie Babies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, you can now watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Why seven? Why seven? Congratulations. Congratulations on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, That's yeah. That's what I would say to myself. I think right now I might have been six. No, I think I was seven. I don't remember. I was six or seven and we had the best Christmas ever. And it was the- Fun. Yeah. So like, enjoy yourself. This was great. It was my mom's worst Christmas ever. She cried, Uh but I thought it was fantastic. So not because she cried. Um, We got, (laughs) my parents had, we didn't go back home for Christmas. It was the first year that we didn't do that because my parents were working like a lot. Um, And my mom, so we were going to do Christmas by ourselves. Uh And my mom had to work on Christmas Eve and this was back in the day, you know, so things actually closed for the holidays. Yep. The good, good old days. Yeah. So she picked me up from like daycare or whatever. And we go around and we're looking for like stores so she can get stuff to make food and everything is closed. And she was freaking out. And my dad was working a second job overnight, um, as a security guard. So she was like crying on the phone with him. Like I couldn't get anything. Everything's closed. What are we going to do? And he was like, I'll figure something out. I'll do something. And he comes home. There's nothing open. Sheets was open and he came home with like a big tray of like, like the, the sandwich stuff, yeah. you know, and hot dogs and nacho stuff. And he was like, this is all they had. Like, this was the only place I could go. And she was sobbing. And I was like, they're fucking hot dogs on Christmas. This is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I fucking loved it. I think that was six or seven. So I think, I think what you should tell your, your past mom is that it's okay. Yeah. Look how much fun she's having. Yeah. Look at her. Just at guzzling those hot dogs and having a great time. What did the basement yarn say? It's dog sucking season? It's dog sucking season. Every season can be dog sucking season if you try hard enough. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I, I miss wieners. Can you like any now? Um, They make skinless hot dogs. Huh. Yeah. How are those? They're good. So like you can't really tell the difference to be honest. I think it's in the 
the the casing is what upsets my stomach. Gotcha. I don't know what's in the casing that makes yeah. it bad, but it's bad. Even on my medicine, like I'm pooping mm. with a hot dog. But the skinless ones, I'm fine. I don't know what fake skin is on it. I don't what know. fake casing is on it? Because like it's in something. Yeah, like, it's it's held together in a roll of meat things. <laughs> so it's it's something, oh. and it's fine. All right. Want to do one more each? Sure. All right. Twenty. Once I was 20 years Are you going to do this every fucking time? No. Okay. You were, weren't you? No. Maybe. 20. That was in college. Same. 20 was, 20 was the year of the breakdown. <gasps> 20 was the year of the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So what would you say? Go get some fucking help, girl. <laughs> go get some help. I, it took me a long time to go get any help. I mean, like probably eight months, if not more. I didn't know what was happening. I think I would just, uh, it was a bad time. Uh, Yeah, I think I would just tell myself to go get some help and that you're not crazy, but like you're a little, this isn't okay. Like it's not normal. And also I think I would tell myself if I, this is another one where I think if I could go back because at the time part of it was all this shit was happening, but I also was like refusing to focus on myself at all. Mm -hmm. And I could have really, used that and yeah. I was like throwing myself into this stupid relationship that I was in and this school stuff but not really it was just and work a bunch of jobs and my parents were were really rough in it and everything was just kind of like coming down at yeah. once and I think if I could tell myself anything it would just be like focus on yourself like let all the rest of that shit go away you can't do anything and you're just letting it affect you and there's only so much you can do, but like focus on yourself. I don't know. I think that that'd be the best. I mean, it was a rough time. It was a rough go of it. I had a legitimate mental breakdown and it lasted months. So I think when people think of a breakdown, they think of just like a. Oh, I'm so sad. No, not even like a, like a hysterical moment where you just like freak out and throw things and crumble to the floor. And like, I don't think that's what a mental breakdown is. I think a mental breakdown is like, it can be, I'm sure it can just be. shutting down. Yeah. Just like a complete unraveling. Yeah. And usually it doesn't happen in a moment that happens over Over time. time. You, something can't collapse like how people picture a breakdown as collapsing unless there are lots of breaks in the structure itself. Like you have to have those breaks over time before you can completely like crumble. So it's a long process. A breakdown takes time and it definitely took time for me. Almost that entire year was completely just breakdown city and it was a long process and I wish I would have been able to focus on myself sooner and get some help sooner but yeah it was a rough year rough time so go to fucking bed I don't know I know it's spooky in there but (laughs) nightmares PTSD you know all those nom flashbacks so yeah super fun yeah for me what about you um Focus on school. Yeah? And not boys. <laughs> <laughs> the overarching theme. Yeah, my first two years of college, like, I lost my scholarship. So did because, I. Because um, I just wasn't. Yeah, same. I so lost focus, it. focus on school. Get your shit together. No boys. No boys on that. Now, let me ask you this. Was uh-huh. was Bob still in the picture? Yeah. 
well, okay, because the years keep coming and they don't stop coming. You know, it's hard for me to. <laughs> um, I celebrated my twenty first birthday. Okay, so he was still around, bringing mm-hmm. around. And then town. I was twenty one when I met because I turned, I turned twenty two with Mike. Okay, but that wasn't until October. So like the, I, I feel like the twenty first birthday was the party. Oh shit! Where it all where came it crumbling. all came crumbling down. But so yeah, you probably were with him when you were twenty, at least. Or yeah, he was he, in the vicinity. Yeah, he, he was, was around. He was he was around. Yeah, he was on tour. He was. Um, but yeah, so I would say twenty year old self focus on school because school is important. Yeah, and this fuckface is not. If I could tell your twenty year old self is something, chicken strips. Yeah, honestly, if I could go back, well, here's the thing: I don't want to. I understand you don't want to go back and change it, but like if you could, I don't even think change it. I think just like imagine you're 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 20 and you're having a little dream, and you have a dream that 32, 31 year old Courtney comes in and and tells you something. Does it mean you're going to do what she says? Probably not. But what would what would that dream version of you say? Get your shit together. Get your shit together. School. Yeah. School's important. Yeah. Don't lose your scholarship. Well, I did. No. I lost mine too. Don't worry about it. I was having a breakdown. I was fucking busy. Okay? Yeah. I was busy. I was busy with boys. I was busy with post-traumatic stress disorder. Just girly things. So this is going to be our last one? Sure. All right. Yeah. Get a good one. If you don't like it, put it back. 23. Ooh. What's funnier than 20? It's 24. 25. Yeah. I wouldn't say anything to myself. Nothing? I don't, I mean, God. Okay. Come on. There's got to be some things you want to say about your era. My, your my Leviticus ge- era. <laughs> my Exodus. <laughs> Talking about the Exodus. No. It should be happening, um, hopefully. Well, it is important to you. It shouldn't. You, you are taught in church that it is important to have it encapsulate your whole life. Yeah. So... You should be doing things based upon Jesus and God. So, like, I don't want to tell myself, don't do that. Because, like, I I was happy with it at the time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Would you tell yourself maybe, like, think about things in more, like, like work things out for yourself more? Or just keep rolling down that Red Sea? Keep part, part the Red Sea. <laughs> keep, keep, um, enjoy it. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Okay. I made friends. Yeah, if you enjoyed it. I mean, I you were very happy, but yeah. I know now you feel differently, so I just didn't know if it would change About your perspective. About certain... Th- I, my perspective changed after COVID. Yeah. I, my perspective changed a lot about a lot of things after... Whoa. During, during COVID. Yeah, it kind of rocked everybody's it, shit, ro- It sure. rocked my... For yeah. sure. It was a time. I got you. I don't know. Like, I feel like after college, after I dropped Bob... Yeah. And, like met Mike, I like, I literally had my shit together. Yeah. Like I wouldn't go back. There's not, not a specific advice that I would give myself because I was doing what I needed to do. Yeah. Anything pat on the back. You could pat yourself. Yeah. On the back. Pat myself on the back. Be like, okay, you're doing good. Boop, boop. Well done. Well done. You're, you're doing the shit. Good. Gold star. Yeah. Maybe enjoy more time with grandma. Cause yeah. that was before she got cancer. I think. Mm. So I was, I think I had graduated college. Graduated college in 2020, 
in when I was 23. I think so. Because it was 2017. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah. I met Justin. Wait, 2017? Oh. Me, I'm we're s- different. I'm like, no, I wasn't. No, when I was 23, it was 2017. Yeah. Um, it was 2014. Oh, yeah, I graduated college. Oh, my when God. When I was 23. Look at that. So, like, yeah. yeah keep good job. Congrats. Congratulations. Congrats to the grad. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I also graduated college. I think I would just tell myself not so much congratulations, but like unclench, bitch. I was so stressed out over that. I was like, I thought I had a heart attack in the middle of a parking garage. I fell. I walked out of like my last final. I was walking through the parking garage. I got a blinding pain in my chest and I collapsed just for a second. I was fine. And then I got up and just kept, I just walked it off, but it was stress. (gasps) I was so stressed out. It reminded me of something that we'll go back to. Okay. You do your thing first. But no, I was just like, I was so stressed out. So for that part of being 23, I think I would tell myself like, unclench, you can do this. And even if you don't, be fucking fine. You know, I, I really put a lot on getting my shit back together. Mm-hmm. Cause that was like the year after everything went down. So it was like, I felt like I needed to get my shit back together in a big way. And I did, but I, I wish I would have been a little nicer to myself over it. Um, I think, you know, a lot of, I made some decisions. I made a lot of changes in my life. I moved, I, I fucked around, I found out, but I, I wouldn't go back and change it. I think I would just be like, do what you got to do right now. Mm -hmm. You know, do whatever feels right. And if this is what feels right, just do it. You do it. Just do it. There's, you will figure out anything. Like I, I had an unbelievable amount of confidence and I still kind of do for this shit. You'll figure it out. Just do it. Live your life. You're going to be fucking fine. You will find your way out of anything and it'll be, you can find your way out of worse shit than this. And also, I'm not Justin. So to be a little sappy sap, I think I might be like, hey, he's the one. Enjoy yourself. Don't be fucking nuts. Pretty good year for me. I mean, a big year, but good year. I would tell myself, Ooh. don't move in with them. Oh, I forgot about that. And um, maybe watch your back. You got betrayed. Courtney got betrayed at 23. Well, I don't think it was that year that I got betrayed. But you put yourself in a position. I put, I moved into a place that I probably shouldn't have with people that I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. So, um, don't, I would go back and be like, don't do that. Yeah. Oh man. Not this year. But the 20 year, the breakdown year uh-huh. was also the year, like, or I think I technically turned, no, 20, either 20 or about to be 21, the year that I moved in with an ex. <gasps> and I think I would definitely go back and tell myself to not do that fucking shit. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go there with him. Don't get in the car. You know, you're going to be in fucking debt anyway. Get an apartment. We're in so much debt. Just get the apartment. It's fucking fine. Also, put your credit card away. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but I had to go back. Yeah, that the moving thing reminded me. I would, if I could tell myself to not do anything, it'd be fucking that. I wish yeah. I wouldn't have moved in with somebody. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yikes. Yikes. Big yikes. Um, also, I probably would be like, hey, save your money. Yes. Put that credit card away. So, because, like, I really wasn't in a whole lot of debt yet. Yeah. I mean, I had my student loans, um, but that was pretty much it. Yeah. So I would be like, save your money. 
Hey everyone, it's Tyler Witkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our Modest Press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. What a wild ride down memory lane. What a wild ride. I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. That's too. It's hard to remember everything that you've gone through at this stage because, like, there's so fucking much. It feels like so long ago, but it also feels like yesterday. Yes, exactly. Like, it feels like someone else's life, Mm -hmm. some of these things. Like, it feels like so you're so distant from it now. That, like, it doesn't even feel like something you experience. Uh-huh. But then when you think about it, it's like you remember it instantly. It's weird. Do you remember um, that episode? Did you watch Black Mirror? Some. Do you remember that episode? Um, but they were, like, really old and they were, like... Watching their lives? Wa- yeah. Vaguely. That's that's how I feel sometimes. Yes. Like, is my day-to-day life that I am living right now a memory? And the reason why it gets harder to remember things is because it's far further away. Yeah, really. Until something reminds you of it. And then sometimes you like end up going right back. Like you remember Mm -hmm. it really vividly. Yeah. But a lot of times the things that I remember, especially like the really, like those rough few years, you know, um, like 2016 and all that stuff. I remember it, but I, I don't like connect with it emotionally much anymore. I just, it was, it's like watching a movie. Yeah. And I remember watching the movie and I can tell you everything about that movie. And how the character was. But it doesn't really feel like me anymore. Yeah. Because so much has changed. Uh-huh. So much has changed. It just feels like another person's life. So I think this kind of stuff is is fun to like... Fun, interesting to put it in perspective. Like, because there are so many things you forget about. Yeah. I'm sure we barely scratched the surface of things that we... I forget about everything. Shh, fuck yeah. I don't have memories. No. But yeah, I think, it's, I think it's an interesting thing to do. I think it was... What I don't know, fun, but also like insightful. Like, yeah. cause well, you were more insightful. I'm just like, stop being boy crazy. Focus on school. That's pretty insightful. It was a big core every, problem. Every every year from birth. Mm-hmm. Stop. Well, <laughs> we hope you enjoy this walk down memory lane with us. I hope it inspires you to to look back at your own life. Maybe you play this, you know, do this with your friends. Start some conversations. And if you want us to do it again, we'll do it again. I'm sure we can. We, we got, got some, some years. more numbies in the cuppy. More numbies in the cuppy. Yeah. And there's one that could either be 70 or 10. Who knows? We don't know. Do you want us to talk to our 70-year-old self if we make it that long? Yeah. How's... I sure hope not. The afterlife? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. How was your cremation? Good? Hope it was fire. Uh, Ah! We'll see you guys next week on 30... Dirty... And dying. Bye!